welcome back to another episode of Two Gay Moms. Two Gay Moms. Okay, let's hope the audio is better this week. Got a lot of feedback. The audio was excellent. It was crisp and clear. I don't know what was going on with your phones, but everything was fine on our end. Classic millennial response. So sorry. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. It like That's totally, a problem. Um, listen, don't project. Let me tell you all the things my vibe. that happened to me mm-hmm. that caused me to make that mistake. Okay, yeah. because yeah. I didn't make that mistake. It was a mistake that was thrown upon me. Today, we're going to stick with the format. Because that format. worked out. The format. That worked out really well. Going to tell a little story about our kiddos from the past week. Because who doesn't want to hear about our cute little kiddos? Mm-hmm. I think we should also integrate. We can bring in stories of ourselves as kids, too. Oh. There's no limit to where we can go. Not teenage Watch selves, this. because we can't. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. I'm going to have to wait um, a while until my parents die. Yeah. Here's <laughs> <laughs> hoping we're still on the Kidding. air. St- no, you're not. I'm we're going to talk about one query, which, as we said last week, was essentially the dumb questions or the uninformed questions or the the happenings of queer folks. Well, we won't say all queer folks. We'll say ourselves. Ourselves as we walk about the world Mm -hmm. to maybe lend a little bit of insight on what it's like to be on the receiving end of some of these interesting conversations Mm -hmm. that are generated largely by straight people. (laughs) (laughs) Not exclusively. I'm waiting for the dumb query questions we get from other queers. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's an entirely different segment in and of itself. No, I think it's still queries. Is it? Yeah. I think so. Especially because we're parents. Mm. I, if I had to dig down the roster, there's some dumb shit I've heard from queers. childless queers. Come back to that another day. Come back to that another day. And then we're going to talk about a topic. topic. In and around all the things that we talk about all the time, which is the fact that we are two gay lesbians. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's get into it. Also moms. Just wait until I give the description. Description? Too long. Shut your cut mouth. To the, cut to the point. Shut your mouth. This week? This week, our kiddos. You had a fucking adventure of a week. I did. It was like a reality TV show. Mm. Every way everyone turned, it was just you globetrotting and then dealing with some sort of Home Alone-esque <laughs> chaos on the other end of it. Kind of, yeah. So last week, I was in Orlando, Florida. A favorite spot for gays. You can't even say the, the word. The armpit of yeah. Maybe can't even the say say the word gay. I was there for the PGA show. It was super exciting opportunity for me. What is the PGA company? show? Professional Golf Association. The Don't largest say it like everyone on the fucking podcast would know what it is. The largest golf association globally. And is that the one with was... Tiger Woods? <laughs> <laughs> it was held at the second largest convention center in America, 2.1 million square feet. Jesus. Yeah. Two, this is a good reference point for you. 222 NBA-sized basketball courts would fit inside this building. 222. What's, what's bigger? Javits? Is that the only one that's bigger? What's bigger? 
Uh, I don't remember the name. It's in Chicago. Okay, not New York. Yeah, it's not New York. No, Chicago is the largest in the country, and then bigger than two point one million. Yeah, it's two point eight or two point six. I can't remember. I googled this because I was doing on average between ten and fifteen thousand steps a day without ever going outside. I was very limited on my vitamin D last week, despite being in Orlando. Oh goodness, (laughs) I did not see the outside. But anyway, that's not really my story. I, I hope the not. week was great, super good for work. It was a really good week, and I was hoping we we're going to end on a real high, especially because I did get to dip in the pool at five p.m. as the sun was setting on at the Thursday. hotel on Thursday, and my flight was at eight a.m. I had promised the kids to be home and pick them up early from school, and it was a really rough week for Scotty. She did not have a good week. She refused to sleep on her own every night. It was. Your middle she called me crying oh, every day that's the worst. at about 4.30, and I felt really bad, and I we kept kind of working towards this Friday. I'm going to pick you up early from school. I'm going to pick you up at 1 o'clock, and we're going to drive up north to go skiing early. And then at 6.30, I get an email from our flight that... The, fl- the plane emailed you? <laughs> yes, from the flight deck. <laughs> Live uh, pilot here, <laughs> pilot here, Larissa. <laughs> no, the airline porter was canceled the flight at six thirty with no follow up, no message. Didn't even see the email until about eight o'clock, and then I naturally had a little bit of a freak out, a little bit of a did, little, little panicky. Mom breakdown. I didn't have a full breakdown, but it was there was just a lot of things that I felt like were some headwinds happening. And as I went back to the room to try to sort out the flight, I was locked out of my room. Anyway, a big kerfuffle there. And yeah, it was just, it was a very stressful time. Had to pay for a whole new flight with a different airline, a mm-hmm. different air carrier. Got little to no communication. And just... It was super stressful because a good lesson learned for me is don't make promises that you can't control. So it was just a really stressful time. So that's my my update. But wait. It was super, yes. Why why was it so stressful? Would you have been as stressed had you not made this promise? No. You wouldn't have cared? It's not that I wouldn't have cared. I think it just wouldn't have been so dire. I felt as though... I felt like I was in The Amazing Race. It's all going to come crumbling down. I've never been in The Amazing Race, but I imagine it's a similar feeling. Well, when I was in The Amazing Race. (laughs) (laughs) When I lost on episode one of The Amazing Race. There were those two gay women that were in The Amazing Race from Canada, or maybe No one watches the Canadian version. Yeah. Sorry, CTV. The the prizes aren't good enough. What's the prize? There's not an... Exactly. I don't know, but these women did a great job. They're queer women and they're together and they did a great job capitalizing off the attention at least because they've made great good for little them. platforms for themselves great. not even little big platforms and she get them on the pod they're quite attractive i'll just oh. put it out there excellent yeah let's so. get them on the pod sounds good do you know their names no i do not yeah <laughs> john will you take a note <laughs> john's our producer He's not. We don't have a producer. I think everyone knows you did not need to tell anyone that we don't have a producer. After that listening to last week's ab- audio. <laughs> that has been abundantly clear that we do producer, not have a John. producer. John needs to be fired. John. Okay, tell me about your week. The week was fine. It was average. 
but the weekend was good because we didn't have too much planned, although we did a lot of things. Mm, so it was a nice surprise. Yeah, we've got a new babes, new grandchild in the family, baby. Oh, uh, just to be clear, you're not a grandparent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. You made yes, that sound. I am. You made that sound like it was your grandbaby. I don't know why I did that, but. <laughs> I think because it's a thing, like we've had six, my parents have had six grandkids in six years. It's an we, important clarification. We. I don't know why I feel like they're mine. Anywho, so we've got a new niece. Her name is Baby Yusi, as Bray calls her. I mean, she can't say her else. Her name is just Lucy, not Baby Lucy. No, it's right? not Baby Lucy. I know, but that's not her name. It is for us. Baby Yusi. Just like Baby, Baby Flynn Yusey. was Baby Flynn, but now we can't call Baby Flynn Baby Flynn yeah, anymore. Yeah, it becomes offensive at a certain point. Well, to them, but who cares mm-hmm. about what they think? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about their feelings. Just wait until they find that out. She looks very cute, at least she's on the gram. Very cute. She's very cute, and she's sweet. So we went over, we brought the kids. So Sammy's good. She's great. Sister's good. That's and fun. So that was fun. We did that. We went and hung out with them. Aaron made a bunch of food for them during the day. Brought it did. over. Mother Teresa. She is Mother Teresa. (laughs) Mother Aaron. And we hung out with them. And then the next day, we're trying to do things that are a little bit more affordable. Because I don't know if anyone's noticed. I don't know what's happening in other places in the world. But in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the price of groceries is astronomical. And... I don't know about you, You're but... sounding like a grandparent now. Have you seen the price of cheese? I only buy it on sale. But even on sale... $4.99, $5.99. $4.99, $5.99. Where are you getting these? No frills. No chance. I will show you my grocery bill. I need to see it. Because Balderson's cheese... Oh, I don't buy that fancy oh, well, shit. I'm, I'm talking like a cracker But that's thing. not real cheese. Yeah, that's what I... I don't care. That's what my kids eat. Okay, well... <laughs> Balders and for your kids. What do you okay, mean? first of all, you need to go to Costco every. then. Yeah, we need to go to Costco. See, Balderson, cheese it. Listen, if I'm going to eat cheese, I want it to taste good. The other stuff doesn't taste good. My kids insist on melting 90% of the cheese. I'm not getting good cheese for it just to be melted. Sorry, hold up. All the time. You think. Mm-hmm. Melting breaks down the properties. It's not good. Who cares? What? You thought way too much about this. I just... Honestly, they eat too much of it for me to care about the quality at this point. What was my point about expensive? Oh, yeah. Free expensive things. groceries, free things. Yes. Fucking cheese is so expensive. And mm-hmm. Everything is. So everything we're trying to do great. more free things with the kiddos. Hmm. And so there's a community center close to us. But downtown, it's called Canoe Landing Community Center. And they have this big-ass play place. And so we went down there to go to the play place. We're like, we'll go. 30 minutes in advance. Does the play place cost? It's for free. Really? Yeah. The, the whole play place. Like even... For free. Oh, okay. For free. F-R-E-E. Sorry, free. I don't know that it's word. It's so stunning. It, it feels that like it it's feels, been a long time since I've heard that word. Yes, it's for free. You can go into this community center and you can play with the kiddos. It's a great little play space. Is it just like a gym with nothing in it? No. Or is it a... No. You go in and... You would get to go to the play place if you were organized enough to register in advance, which we were not. So she said, You were in charge of this activity, not Aaron, right? Well, it was kind of, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> moving on. So she's like, there's the line for walk-ups. And I looked and I was like, be real with me. Yeah. Is this going to happen? Because I'm not waiting in that line if yeah. it's not going to happen. She looked and she went, 
nah, it's yeah. not gonna happen. It's like, okay. She goes, well, you can go into the open gym. And the open gym is just a big it's just open a basketball area with balls and they've got a lot of like little scooters and stuff like that. So okay. we went there, we hung out there. But I've been to the play place so with no Aaron. Brand. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's just an open gym, but it does occupy them for a bit of time still. It and it's we free. we hung out in was there, there a lot of for over around? an hour. There was oh. a lot of people. All we, the people in that line. That didn't exactly. Get in. They just like screw it. Yeah. So we went over and we hung out in there, and then it's Sunday. So the beautiful thing about Sunday is that there's no paid parking until 1 p.m. Oh, look at you. Free. 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 Give it to me. Mm. All over mm. the place. Mm. Yeah, saving that cash. All you needed was us, like a it's little... really just a mindset <laughs> shift, you know, I found on my financial journey. Yeah, yeah. I manifested free. it. Yeah. So, free. and then we went and did something not free, but we went across the street and we got lunch with the kids. That was fun. For $12,000. No, it was actually good because it's Hunter's Landing. It's one of those bullshit oh, yeah, yeah. things, but they do kid stuff really well. And they've got coloring for the kids. Right. And they do milk in those dumb cups that the kids love. And the kids get a, a little tiny scoop of ice cream at the end. Great. Like, nice. Yeah. So we did free Look stuff. Look at you. Winning. At life. Mostly. Winning at life. Mostly. It's a mindset shift. I'm seeing it progress day to day and uh i'm feeling richer by the moment great uh, but i'm still gonna buy my abolishments yeah <laughs> you won't be rich by the, the time age you buy your fancy 20 years Whoa. i don't know which Whoa. one i get i don't know which one i better get. get two years anyhow the lowest okay so query query this is a good one so you went and you got the kids yeah so and i did make it home i had to spend it was not free i had to spend 400 dollars on a new flight with a different airline, got home. And you had to fly in a helicopter, isn't that right? <laughs> I, had, I actually just strapped paper wings on my back and I <laughs> flew myself from Orlando. Uh, I just pictured you as a big albatross <laughs> flying through the air. I did make it home, got the kids. We picked up the kids and headed up north. And then fast forward to after ski lessons on Saturday. The story is turning very bougie very quickly. Avery was ran into some of her friends from school and we had hot chocolate with them and the, one of her friends said where's your dad <laughs> to which i looked at avery avery shrugged i said whoa she didn't say no she like, kind of was like didn't really respond to the kid you know uh -huh. as kids do they just blatantly ignore each other all yeah, the time yeah and shrugged and I was like Avery doesn't have a dad she has two moms her other mom is in the unit with Avery's sister who's not feeling well he goes oh and I was like Avery haven't don't people know you have two moms you're in grade one this is your third year at this school <laughs> to which she replied yeah I told people at a show and share one time one time you told people at show and share I was like I one think one time also there's only two of us in your school. How do people When you thought... say that, what do you mean? Yeah, one other family that I know of in okay. the school. Her little friend's older sister, who's 10, turns around and goes, actually, I think there's three. She's like, there was two. Now we found out Listen, you're involved. Listen, you little spawn. I didn't ask for your opinion, okay? <laughs> I don't need to be schooled uh, by the straight white kids yeah. on the number of queer 
families. On the ski hill. Ugh, on the ski hill of all places. Anyway, so it's unclear as to whether Avery tells people she has two moms or not. Okay. Um, and what do you think that's about? Do you think it's about... So is it about it's so not big of a deal that it's not even a thing? Or do you think it's about something else? I don't know. I think we're in the gray zone. We don't really know. There's definitely a couple other times that it came up because it was Pride Weekend at the ski place. and Ah, uh, yes. That old <laughs> January Pride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Somebody ski places like to do. They also memo. need to capitalize off the... You know, we're not open in June, damn it! Rainbow dollars. How yeah. are we supposed to get the yeah. money? We hear gays have money too, so yeah. we too will have a pride All in right. the winter. Get that pink dollar. So, isn't it rainbow? Pink is women. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you would say whatever. So, it's unclear if it's something. We're going to have to investigate She's it. ashamed of you, is that I, what you're saying? Yeah, I think, I think we're getting to the shame, in, into the shame portion of... We all knew this was coming. Andrea and I just looked at each other and we're like, hmm, I guess we're going to have to figure that out soon. Yeah. Put it on the to-do list. And then, of course, we did nothing with it. We did not. Okay, well, you have to keep us posted as to what you do because you have the oldest of the kiddos and I need to learn the lessons from you because as gay moms, we've talked about the fact that In predominantly straight neighborhoods. Neither of us live in queer neighborhoods. Who knows? I, yeah, I will keep you posted. Yeah, because we, we knew this was going to happen. You know, it's in the mental load list of, you know, follow-up conversations to have with her. But... Yeah, because kids... kind of... Sh- I couldn't believe she just like, shrugged when this kid asked about her dad. I was like, <laughs> you don't have a fucking dad. Yeah. We don't mince words about that around our house. Oh, no. Like, we make constant jokes about it. Dad. Like, when any man is holding banks... I make the joke of, he's wondering if you're his daddy. <laughs> it's all funny until they grow up. They're like, seriously, uh, who no, the fuck is no for real? Who who's my other dad? Other side of this DNA. But did you do? Did you do open? Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. open as well. And open because donor. all the kids are same donor, same donor. As soon as Avery turns eighteen, she gets it. It's the kid. Yes, the kid gets it, but then all the kids will get it at that. Yeah, age, exactly. Is the interesting part. Well, that's for our families. Some people have different donors. Yes, I think ours is the same. I think they can act. They can siblings can connect with each other when they're sixteen, I believe it is, but they can connect with the donor when they're eighteen. We have the bougie donors. I we know. Don't have that problem. We can talk about that another. Premium episode. sperm. <laughs> Premium ejaculation. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that another episode. Well, anyway. I wanted my kids to have one hundred siblings yeah. all around the globe. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a, a good built-in network. We're all a built-in, <laughs> built-in network. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, they better fucking really be able to make some moves, right? That's like a, yeah. a what's that called? What do they call those? Schools that are fancy? Ivy. Ivy. You know how Ivies are always talking yeah. about how, well, the it's alumni, alumni network is yes. all you need. But Diblings, the Dibbling Dibbling. Network. <laughs> There's our next Ooh. business. We should start. Actually, that's fucking legit. We should legit. do like a premium subscription to your Dibbling Network to <gasps> monetize Paid like content. an exclusive yeah. network. This is legit. Yeah. There you go. Referral. We'll oh, do that. There's, okay. Next up. Yeah. Yep. Um, so stay tuned for more. I'm excited to see how that pans out. Mostly I'm excited for you to make the mistake so I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
Okay, so you've had a chaotic week, and I think Mm -hmm. it's the perfect conversation about who we are. It's a quintessential mom entrepreneur, doesn't matter that you're queer, but mom entrepreneur life of, I gotta go, I'm a working mom, I gotta fly down to the armpit of America (laughs) to be in a freezing fucking cold 2.1 million square foot conference hall. And cool. pay probably four dollars for just a banana. No and fruit. Okay. Yeah, America. I tried. Yeah. To find fruit. <laughs> we have this sugar-coated banana over here. I if you like. Tried to get a side of Brussels sprouts at the hotel because that was listed under the sides for veggies. Mm-hmm. And it came deep fried, covered in sugar. <laughs> We're all covered in sugar. I even took a photo. It was so horrific. They mm. weren't even green. The Brussels sprouts weren't green. What color were they? They were like a brownish black. Oh. They were deep fried and covered in sugar or something. It looked. It seemed. How many did you like actually eat though? Three. Okay. I kept oh. thinking I tried to get a greener one, yeah. one that looked like I thought I saw some green, and no. And that was it on their was veggie so sides. So gross. Okay. But that's you want to lose chaos. weight, just travel travel to Orlando because you just won't eat because it's so disgusting. Well, if you want to lose weight, if you want to. Lose your freedoms. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever you want. We love you, Florida. Multiple things. Love we you, Florida. We really don't. No, we really no. don't. We love some yeah. of the people there. I'm sorry that you have to be yeah. in that state. So, yeah. You're a working mom. You got to go. Yeah. You're worried about getting back for the kids. Like, that's not an easy go. It was stressful. It was stressful. And well, I made it through. I mean, I'm very lucky and privileged. There's, I want to be clear. I don't take that for granted. And mm. you think I do take it for I'm granted? <laughs> you really made a little... If you say so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't take it for granted. I realize how bougie I sound sometimes. Mm-hmm. I catch myself. Listen, I, uh, you know where I came from. This is all but a dream. But it's the reality that I just panicked and that I could put something, put a new flight on a credit card. Yeah. And come home. But I still thought about it. I'm an entrepreneur. But I thought about it. You're just, oh, do I take the hit and break a promise? And then I'm never promising the kids again. No. When I'm reliant on a flight that I will do anything. But my middle kid is having a really rough time. So I, I was ready to strap on those paper wings and get flying. It's stressful. And I think a lot of parents kind of underestimate that mental load. You've been there too. It In terms of just trying to make all the pieces fit in the puzzle all the on the time all the time and, and never having them work you just shoving yeah each <laughs> piece and you that no that piece doesn't it's it's, it's gonna work it fits, it's gonna swear. work and this might be somewhat controversial even between i love you, when you start in, things like that because we're in different positions but i am a firm believer that there is often a lot more mental load on the birth parent Yep. I think kids, until they're a certain age, which none of our kids are at, go through extended periods of favoring the birth parent. Yes. And I get that it's hurtful. And Andrea and I talk about this a lot. And she takes it very personally when our kids are always asking for me and mm-hmm. always want me to do everything. And she's upset and wants to be there for the kids. And and I get that, but it's also shitty to be on the side. I don't want to be needed all the time. Yeah. I no. want to be wanted, 
but I don't want to be needed. Mm -hmm. And it's stressful when you're like, it doesn't matter if the other parent's there or not. I'm the one letting you down. If you want me and it's years of it being the birth parent. Uh, and there's something that's the experience in our household anyways like there's yeah this much isn't more universal mental... but it's very few families that i've talked to that don't have this yeah there's there's got to be something about carrying the babes there just is there's a connection there there's a way and if you're feeding whether that's breastfeeding or just being connected in that way yeah there's something to be said about that that you can't i can't replicate that for them we've Uh, talked about it i when my kids want mama they want mama it's not like i can step in and be the same kind of comfort for them yeah they don't want that they want mama yeah and we're definitely feeling that and with some of the challenges scotty's going through and just having a hard time i think in terms of adjusting it's a lot of pressure, yo. Yeah. It's a lot of stress to be feeling like I might be letting her down too. And on top of all the stuff of being, well, I need to do this for work and I'm trying to, you know, make everything work on that side. But then I also want to be home and be there for the kids and support her. I do think it's a lot and it the mental load is is real and it does tend to fall disproportionately, I think, until kids are 7, 10 plus on the birth parent yeah i mean we'll see what age it happens but yeah sometimes we do some ups and downs like the kids definitely want me sometimes more. yeah it's just to be honest in our house for the most part not when it's like i need mama because that is always Aaron. but <laughs> when in terms of preference it's yeah who's around more that week that's very much like who's getting them up in the morning, who's the one that's putting them to bed, who's... Yeah. And we tend to, like, tag team on a lot of those things. But there's some weeks where I'm doing more of it and there's some weeks where Aaron's doing more. And they tend to want that individual that seems mm, to be, like, the owning consistent. the week. Yeah. yeah. More in those moments. But you know this. We went through times with both of them where they wouldn't fucking go near me. It didn't matter mm-hmm. what I did, what I said. And like Andrew was talking about, that hurts. Cuts deep. Oh, gosh. It cuts deep. I hate being rejected in any sense, but being <laughs> rejected by, your, by own children. Your, your own children is a different level of pain yeah. and hurt. Listen, they've gone through phases where they want Andrea and not me. In our house, it often is opposite to you. When she goes through her periods of travel, mm-hmm. she travels quite a lot, especially in the spring, and then comes back, I'm dead to them. Yeah. I am chop liver. They don't want anything to do with me. It's yeah. all mum and whatever. But when you, if you were to take a macro perspective and look at it over time, mm-hmm. the chunks are longer that yeah. it's me yeah. that they'll want. Like Scotty's having such a hard time. The other last night, I was talking to her about ways we could solution this, and she turned to me and goes, "Well, you could just stop working and actually hang out with me." How's that for the Catholic guilt? Guilt? You got mom guilt? You got gay guilt? Oh my god! <laughs> Just one big pile of guilt. How no, are you I just was, I just looked at her and was trying not to cry. Mm-hmm. That cuts. Yeah. Of course I'm going to be there for her, but I'm not going to pick. And it's not the way the world works. And I was not meant to be a stay-at-home mom. I wouldn't write. I don't think Scotty no. knew what she was asking yeah. for in that moment. <laughs> she definitely did not. No. And that is not happening. So 
But it's more the point, right? They look at you and are like, well, you could just hang out with me more. And I'm like, well, that's not exactly how it works. Yeah. My mom I always pay used someone to else say, to hang out with you. My mom always used to say, you'll get it one day. Mm-hmm. You'll get it. I know, but remember how that used to make you feel? I my mom would say that too. It. And I, I would it. just look at her and think, why don't you get it? Yeah. No, there's no understanding until it becomes abundantly clear to you there's a moment in time when you're like holy fuck they were right yeah but it's a very long takes a long time (laughs) typically into your 30s i would argue i would argue like late 20s i was like oh yeah i started apologizing to my parents in my (laughs) mid-20s yeah (laughs) but i was a a plus asshole that's another one. Oh gosh, the yeah. journey that we could take that conversation on. That's for another day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you start realizing and becoming more and more aware. And then having my own children has really just given me a yeah. swift kick to the face yeah. of like, one, how much of a dickhead I was. <laughs> Two, just how unrelenting. They... How parenthood is just unrelenting yeah. and how hard they had to work to just be, let alone try to make a great life mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And then how they were just right, that we would get yeah. it one day. And it's going to suck when we do. Larry Meesh, shout out. Sure. She gets it. I, I hope my parents aren't listening. I know my mom isn't because she still has a flip phone. <laughs> but <laughs> my dad and stepmom, who knows? What is it, a Molarola or a Nokia? I don't know. I meant to look. I think it's a Nokia flip phone with like T9 texting. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's T9 texting, which she doesn't use. She doesn't know how to text. Just phone calls. Straight up phone calls. Yep. That's also for another day. I'll keep you posted if Avery's ashamed of us or just indifferent. Whoa, talk about a dun-dun-dun of the mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Is she ashamed? Or, or is she, she indifferent? no fucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Two Gay Mom. Um, this was good. This was another good. good episode. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Let us know your feedback. Let us know what's good, what's bad. Do you like the format? How's our audio? If it's bad, just fuck off. Like, don't (laughs) even bother. But, you know, what are you liking? What are you not liking? And we'll just keep at this thing. Adding... Tina only wants the positive feedback. Uh, Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'll take the critical. You can can Positive affirmations are my love language, so... Critical feedback is mine. Yeah, exactly. All right. We love you all. See you next week. Peace out. See you next week. Hear you. Hear you next week. Talk to you next week. Anywho. Bye.